Metuneter Volume 2, Anuk Ausar, The Comedic Initiation System. Chapter 17, Stage 7 of Initiation, Seker. The initiate's ability to distinguish truth from falsehood and to live righteously has qualified him or her to fully develop the great powers residing in the Sekem division of the spirit. One of the greatest truths that would have been learned in the previous stage is the fact that life on earth is for the sake of spiritual development and that the spiritual power is our chief tool for surviving and flourishing in the world. Man is not an earthly, but a spiritual being. A physical body is simply the egg in which the spirit, his true body, is gestated. This understanding prepares the initiate for the task of this stage, which is to die to one's person in the world. Once we fully understand our true self and the purpose of existence, this will not seem as forbidding as it sounds. In dying to our own persons at this stage, we are giving up the limited capabilities of our persons for the unlimited powers of the self. We can deepen our understanding of the process by looking at the matter from a technical perspective. What we refer to as the personality is, as the word says of itself, a vehicle through which sound is made. And these sounds are words of power or the so-called deities themselves. The African does not personify his gods. He recognizes that God has made man in its likeness and that of its attributes. Each personality then is an expression of the divine power and is thus a key to manifesting that power. In other words, we can approach each major spiritual power by assuming the personality that it manifests. There is a saying in comedic tradition to the effect that the uninitiated has a ka and the accomplished initiate has a ku. Viewed from another perspective, this is a chief requirement for success. As long as life demands that you respond with the capabilities of your natal pers- persona, you will succeed. But life will not always accommodate you in this. It will demand from a haughty, rash person to be calm and thoughtful or lose his life and so on. You must be able to slip in and out of persons as you change clothing. And as God, according to the enlightened mythologist, changes masks, i.e. deities. A clue to an aspect of this work has been proven to the instructions given under the way of life for each stage of initiation. By observing the moral and personality characteristic of each deity and at the same time maintaining a detachment from earthly things, the words of power of each sphere can be fully developed The full work of this sphere encompasses the awakening and development of the 50 units of power residing in this division of the spirit. An explanation of this process will require a separate voluminous work of its own and cannot thus be undertaken here. God willing, I will release this material in the near future.
In regards to dying to the things of this world, we must ask ourselves, what would we want most in life? Are they the few things that our human talents and education can give us or the power to have whatever, yes, whatever we truly needed in life? This understanding is documented in the chapter of Becoming Awakened and Living After Death in which the initiate Annie, Annie affirms. Said Asar Annie, Hail only one sh- shining from the moon. Hail only one shining from the moon. Let come forth Asar Annie. This among your multitude, those outside, alludes to the fact that the full moon, the ability to contact the inner aspects of being, is most enhanced. Let him be established among the illuminated ones. Let be open to him the tuat behold Ausar. Ausar Ani shall come forth awaken to do his will upon earth among the living. The Tuat is the metaphysical world of the subconscious. One gains the power of the spirit to do one's will on earth. Pity the many who claim to postpone their spiritual studies until they have succeeded their earthly quests. Yet what we want at this point in spiritual growth is not personal. The spiritual power division of the spirit is not a personal element of being. It belongs to God. And one of the great truths that we would have learned in the preceding stage of initiation is the fact that our lives must be comprehended by the divine plan. Man's agenda cannot be separate from the divine plan. Look around you. You will realize that people can learn to like the desire just about anything. It is so far-fetched to imagine having great joy in God's plan for mankind. It must be understood the source of the great powers of the Spirit is not to be explained as magic, but the manifestation of God. Man is a powerful spirituality as she he can serve as a vessel for God. Assignment number one. The initiate is to meditate nightly on the material given in this chapter with the Ung Kring Hekau by maintaining an austere life for nine sets of 21 days, relaxing it for the remaining eight to 10 days of the month, realization of the objective should be attained. Note that austerity is simply another name for dying to the earthly part of being. We can also view it from the religious principle of sacrifice. We have learned that in the comedic tradition, the various emotions were symbolized as animals for the fundamental reasons that they are generated by the reptilian and mammalian brains within us. Ritualistic animal sacrifice is in the reality of the denial of control over our behavior to the animals within us. It is true that in Kemet, as in many cultures, actual animal sacrifices were performed. But the failure to understand that the ritualistic enactment was in reality a grand symbol to communicate to a large assembly of people a message regarding the actions occurring in the ritual is to grossly miss the point. The point will be driven home to anyone who takes the time to become fully acquainted with the literature and spiritual way of the people. 
In fact, the greatest offering that one could bring to a ritual was inner peace. Next to it is the giving up of one's will to God, as metamorphosized in Heru's giving up his eye to resurrect Ausar. This sacrificial act was held in such high esteem by the Kamau that in their funeral ceremonies, all of the offerings were held to be tokens of the eye of Heru. Thus, white cloth, incense, oil, meat, beer, etc. were each offered to the spirit of the deceased with the words, I offer you the eye of Heru. Assignment number two. After completing the first assignment, the initiate will proceed to the full awakening and development of his other personalities. Your personality is just one of seven that you are capable of manifesting. The details concerning each one of them, their way of thinking, feeling, illnesses they are prone to, types of careers and social functions are correspond to, etc., were given in Volume 1, Chapter 19. There are three sides to the importance of developing all of your personalities. From one perspective, it will increase your potential to succeed in life. As long as life knocks on your door and demands that you will respond according to your natal personality, your established way of thinking, feeling, and talents, your chances of success are great. But life will not accommodate you in this. In fact, life has conspired to evolve you that is to change you for the better and it will come knocking you can bet demanding that you respond to its demands with sets of qualities belonging to different personality types it will demand from a hot and impulsive fellow to be calm and thoughtful and from a meek and humble person to stand up for her rights and unless you can find the means to act from within your being the outcome is easy to predict. This is not the first time you are hearing this. The approach is different. You will come to understand that you cannot change your ability to function in life by just thinking that you can and giving yourself positive affirmations. We have seen in this book that this that that is only one of 10 procedures for self-development and empowerment. Ultimately, you have to invoke the capacity to do so, which is a force within you. You cannot manipulate it with talk. You must use force with it. When we decide to act, especially in a crossroad situation according to a particular personality type, we are demanding that our bodies manifest a particular mode of metabolic activity. If we give it to anger, it heats up. And if we remain calm, its temperatures remains low. Each of these states will be accompanied by corresponding biochemical and biophysical activities. The importance of this brings us to the second perspective on the importance of developing our other personalities. Every hakao is a force and can therefore only manifest in the proper energy environment. Calm, Cold, slow, cannot awaken or maintain the Hekau of Heru, Heru Kahuti and Ma'at. They must rise their fire by making the effort to act according 
to the attributes of these personalities, especially in crossroad situations. Through this work, the initiate will come to see that there is more to the attributes of the personalities. Not only are there ways of thinking, feeling, and talents associated to each but spiritual powers as well, but strictly maintaining the positive attributes of a particular personality for 21 days and repeating the corresponding hekau for two to four hours daily, the initiate will succeed in awakening and developing the spiritual powers and mental functions of the personality in question. Work on the Het Heru personality in Hekau, for example, will awaken the developed and develop the artistic abilities and the power to attract the people and things needed to succeed in any situation, providing that you do not meet obstructions classifiable under the spheres above the seventh, similar work on, of the seventh. Similar work on our set will develop the ability for spiritual healing, the memory, and the ability to learn. By carefully studying the qualities and functions of the deities, you will be able to figure out what powers can be developed from each. In reality, the matter requires a full volume by itself. The third perspective that explains the importance of awakening and developing the other personalities slumbering within us can only be known by the initiate once she he has become proficient in the practice of slipping in and out at will from one persona to another. At some point, there will be the total loss of belonging to the natal personality, which will shatter once and for all the illusion of being the person. It is then and thus that the dying to the person to gain six others plus the self takes place in addition, takes place. In addition, so is lost the sense of impotence and limitation that is inherent to the identification with the person. The following extract from Pert M. Rue, the chapter on the making of transformation into the Shanet bird, a symbol of man's divine self, will provide a great deal of insight into the subject. Said Asar, the scribe Ani, the initiate identifies himself with Ausar. I have obtained mastery over the animals, alludes the animal part of the spirit in the brain. With the knife in their heads and the locks of their hair who live among their emeralds, the aged and shining beings prepare the moment of Ausar Ani triumphant in Hetep. Consequence of sacrifice in the animal part of being. He makes slaughter on earth. And conversely, I, the self, am strong. Alludes to the earthly part of being. I, Ani, have made a passage exalted into heaven. Heaven equals the higher part of the spirit. I have purified myself. I have set the gods upon their ways. I have made glorious the temples of those who live in their shrines. Portions left out because they are oblique references in minor peculiarities of comedic life. I know nut.
I know tattoo and then he has realized Nirvana the Seket Hep Hetepu. I know Tesher. He has sacrificed the animal. I have brought along their horns, part of being Tesher. I know Heka. I hear his words. I, my persona, am the calf red, which is in the scriptures. He knows the power of words of power. Said the gods when they hear, quote, let us, let us lower our faces. Let him come to me. There is light without you. My seasons are my body. He lives in harmony with the cycles and is thus in equilibrium. Failure to live in harmony with the animal annual, monthly, and daily biorhythms of the body. See chapters 10 and volume 1, pages 261 to 265, will lead to failure in this stage of initiation. I do not speak lies in the place of right and truth. Every day advancing in right and truth being shrouded in darkness, the darkness of the secret state of trance. Sailing to keep the festival of the dead one, embracing the old man, the guardian of the earth, Ausar, the scribed Ani, Ma, Keru, the true, true of the word. The individual who has died to the person and has become Ausar, true of word equals righteous, just, and therefore triumphant and successful in life. I have not entered into the cavern of the starry deities. I credit glory to Ausar. I have established in peace the will of those deities who follow him. He has not given credit for the success to the lower attributes, mind, talent, etc., but to God within. Not am I afraid of those who create terror, of those who live on their lands, behold me. I am exalted upon the divine standard upon my foundation. Living by the divine standard as his foundation exalts him. I am new. Not shall I be overthrown by the doer of evil. I am shoe from the prim, prim, primeval realm my ba is netter, my ba is eternity. The highest division of the spirit, the ba wherein dwells the Ausar faculty, is equated with God. I am the creator of darkness, making its place in the boundaries of the sky. Darkness equals keikui, one of the essential attributes of energy, matter, nu. I am the prince of eternity. I am the exalted one of Nebu. I become young in the town. I become young in my province. My name is, quote, not setting. My name is Ba, creator of Nu, making his seat in the Netter Kehert. The rejuvenation conferred by accomplishment in this stage of initiation. The Netter Kahurt is the subconscious or metaphysical realm. Not seen in my nest, not hatched have I my egg. 
I am the Lord of the millions of years. I have made my nest on the borders of the sky. I come down to the earth of Seb. I destroy my defects. I see my father as the Lord of Shawet. This is the nest of the Shent bird used as a symbol of the man's coming to earth, develop himself, herself, to destroy his or her defects. In regards to Ausar Ani, his body is in Anu, ordered by those who are with Kui at the burial place of Amenta. And here ends the reading on page 286, chapter 17.